Welcome to the family with Hackmaster, wrapped up Basham MD. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Co host, Catherine Brandt. And Andy Rappernard. And there he is. I knew Andy was in there somewhere. I thought he was going to fade on us. No, I thought you weren't going to do it. I was like, what are you doing? We'll be right back with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Ooh, we have music today and everything. Andy just, with bumper music. Talk yeah. about a trained yeah. professional. Doing there stuff. we are. Andy stepping up. Heyo. I would love to do the bumper music, but I'm not here every day. I think that would there be fun, but I'm not here. Well, you can do the bumper music when you're hit there. I, I could. That you is correct. Sure could. I think it's smooth right now. I think we're good to go right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I know. That's just so saying. what's happening? We were talking. You can't do it. I saw. Yeah, I was going to say he's just saying don't do it, Alex. Um, I saw Little Women last night. The new one. Um, And I thought it was lovely. I thought they did a very nice job. Everybody seemed a lot younger (laughs) than... (laughs) What do you mean? Like, the... What's-his-face? Lori seemed like 17 years old. And I was like... I don't know. He felt... Everybody just felt really young. Like, Emma Watson... She's like mm-hmm. an adult with two kids and stuff, and for some reason I'm just like, she seems, even though I know she's, I think, about my age, everybody just seemed very young in the movie. Like, well, when they were talking about, when they were adults, they seemed really young. Not adults, but <coughs> I don't know. But yeah, otherwise, they did a really nice job. They didn't add in any, you know, like, weird new age messaging secretly or anything. Oh, nice. Yeah, they moved some of the plot around like the timeline around a little bit but yeah i don't know i liked it you you want to mess with a classic book that's been around for 
eons. Seems yeah. Like. And there's, a, there's another Ghostbusters coming out. I can't wait. Hold me back. It's with what kids. What are they going to give up on that? It's with kids, though. It's the grandchildren of one of the original Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife? Yeah, Afterlife. That was one of the previews, and I was like, another? How many of these are they going to make? When you get a franchise, you just run them out as I much as you can. So. Well, this time, they're actually going to have members of the original cast in it. Not all of them. Oh, really? But some. Bill Murray's going to be in it. Dan Aykroyd's going to be in it. Bloated as they may be. I figured yeah. there'd be some cameos. Oh, Ernie Hudson's going to be in it, too. I so they're going to have... Dan, that's Dan Aykroyd wrote it, right? Yep. I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to have he three did, yeah. out of the original four Ghostbusters, I believe. Huh. Who's missing? Egon? Whoever Egon is played by. I don't remember. Who's Who is Egon? it? What's Egon? No idea. Egon, Egon is one of the Ghostbusters. The taste, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, he's missing. No, he'll probably he'll be, be there. there. He'll for sure be there. <laughs> Will Egon he definitely be there? He little baby marshmallow people. Was played by Harold Ramis. So no wonder he's not there. Oh, and he's he he's dead, dead, isn't he? Yes, yes he yeah. is. Six years dead. That won't work out. Oh, maybe, is he really? But maybe he'll appear as a ghost. Uh, yeah, maybe they oh, can do it. Oh, here we go. Mm, you know, pl- plot twist, plot twist. You Full know, circle. My uh, airplane uh, airplane travels uh, did lead me to a wonderful, mo- just a wonderful movie. That was Hellboy 2019. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit too dismembery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now we're oh, cooking with gas. No. Ron Perlman wasn't in it. Oh, oh, it was it was just okay. It was just it was just okay. Just okay. I really like Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah. He, I... Yeah, I, I do too. And he he did voice. I didn't realize he did voiceover for Fallout. Did Ron he? Pro- yeah, he did some voiceover for Fallout, the, the video game. So it's very interesting. Yeah, I See? like I like air travel for that reason. Like you, I I watch movies I normally would never watch on a plane because I'm like, well, what's the harm? And yeah, it, it makes the flight go faster. So I I like that. Well, would you normally watch Hellboy? Ralph? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen the other two, and I and I and, oh, and, I, and okay. I saw I I watched this one just. I, I it was a new Hellboy. Oh, I just hope Ron Perlman and he wasn't in it. Uh, because yeah, I think he it was a character that he played, and he mostly has played uh, comic book characters anyhow, uh, by and large in his career. Oh, so okay. There you have it. We have a movie we saw last night. Yeah. Michael Bryant recommended it. <laughs> I would say do not watch it with children. No, however. no, no, no. It's way over the top with its violence. It's called Ready or Not. You guys ever heard of it? I have. I don't remember much about it, but I remember hearing about it. It's streaming now. A young woman is married into a very wealthy family who built their fortune on board games. Okay. But what she didn't know when she married in the family that she had to go through one thing. She had to... There's this little box that, that, that you would have a secret code, and you open the box, and a card comes out, and whatever the card says is the game you have to play. There was an initiation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and the woman in it, whose name is, uh, oh, is Samara, it? it's either Samara or Samara Weavy is her name. She's, She's really, really good, good at in that role. She's really good at mm-hmm. it. It's way over the top <laughs> violent, though. So, but, it, but it's funny because the violence is so over the top. I mean, it's ridiculous. She, at one point, is trying to fight off a little kid who's trying to shoot and kill her. Because if, if they don't kill her by sunup, then they're all going to explode. They would all, they were all, because, everybody in the family would die. Yeah, they've made a deal with the devil. Yes. <laughs> they've made a deal with the devil. A board game family? This is, <laughs> yep. yep. Seems very, yeah. it's a very stern it's, for a... 
board game family. Yeah, it's very strange, but it's actually, I mean, normally I would say yuck to any of this genre, but it was actually pretty funny. I mean, I laughed out loud a couple of times, and I only cringed and didn't look about three times. Yeah, yeah, that was about three times. That was about it. But yeah, yeah it's very it's it's funny. It's well acted. It's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, but but again, don't watch it with any kids because the the blood volume of blood is way over the top. And there's at one point she's arguing with this little boy who's trying to shoot her, and she falls backwards into a oh, pit full of dead goats. The goat pit. What? <laughs> dead goat pit. The goat pit. <laughs> yes, exactly. I had to go. I had to take a bath after I watched that movie and wash the goat. Off me. Go it was so yeah. gross. It goat was pit. so gross. Would, it was so why gross. Why would, wouldn't there be a goat? Pit? Were the goats liquidy? Uh, yes. There was, yeah, there Quite was some, liquidy. Yeah, there was some uh, stuff going uh, on there. Yeah. Why they goats? Were dusty and liquidy. Why goats? Because they're Somehow. devil worshippers, so they, oh, have I to, uh, they have to make sacrifices in between. You damn mm. right. So yeah, if you get a chance to see it, watch it. Uh, it's it's only yeah. like eighty eight minutes long. You know, you're super rich. Uh, <laughs> goat farm. Goat yeah, farm, devil worshipping. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. So so like like uh, uh, Hellboy in two thousand nineteen, it was very dismembery. Mm, this was more dismembery. Yeah. This is more people getting shot, like, like various things thrown through their face. Things oh, okay. like that. Yeah. So one woman gets a spear or an arrow shot at her, goes in her mouth and comes out the back of her head. So, you know. Where have we seen that scene before? Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. And there's an old woman, and she appears to be about 80 years old, and she is the crabbiest oh, old woman on earth. Who was that? Actress. I don't know. But she, she was phenomenal. She was. She was phenomenal. Yeah, there's I'm a point. afraid of her. She's trying to make... She carries around this gigantic night sax. Remember those old night saxes? The beheading ones. The beheading ones. <laughs> <laughs> She's got one of those. Yes, yes, that's what it yes. is. So she carries that with her, and she's trying to make a speech, and this one woman who's fatally injured keeps going, oh, oh. So the old woman walks over and hacks her right in the Spread head. Out of her misery. <laughs> My word. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's so comical though, Alex. I think you'd like it because it is so comical. I know. We we debated that last night. Dad said, "Do you think Alex would like this?" I'm like, mm, "Can't guarantee it." No, I can't guarantee it. <laughs> Hard, no, to <laughs> Hard to say. Hard. It's all she true. might, or she so, would hate oh, it. <laughs> speaking of rich family, do you see the story on the guy from Boeing, the uh, CEO of Boeing, that got fired? No. Mm-mm. How many people died because those 737s, uh, the first time it happened, didn't they try to deny there was anything wrong with the planes? Didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they, oh, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> and then other people died after they said that, yep. right? Two planes. The CEO failed miserably, causing other people's deaths by covering things up, as far as I don't know that for sure, but it sure looks like it. He got fired. Oh, uh, you know what else is. he got? Jail a time? check for $62 million. This guy killed people and destroyed their business. 2,800 Boeing, Boeing employees lost their jobs. And this guy walks away with $62 million. So maybe these people do make deals with the devil. I, I just, that's exactly what made me think of it. That's when you said yep. a deal with the devil. 2,800 people lose their jobs. Hundreds of people lose their lives. He keeps uh, hiding what the problem is. That's and he gets $62 million. not okay. You disgusting pig. And he's already worth $100 million, by the way. 
How does the board let that happen? I don't know. I, I just because they all cover each other's ass. All they do is lie. Yeah, it's a. It's that's a, what everybody does now is lie. It's a different life system that they live in. Uh, you know, politicians are that way, actors are that way, and they're in this yep. this uh, upper business echelon uh, group, and that's what they do. You know, and whether you're on the board, well, the board's oh yeah, well Jim needs a little extra. You know, you know to ease the pain of his uh, his wrongdoings. You know, it, it's just it is I, it is sickening, disgusting. Yeah. I agree with you, Tom. It is. How you can allow 2,800 people to lose their jobs and you walk away with 62 million? You know what they got? They got 60 days severance. That's what they got. Oh, jeez. You dirtbag. Oh, God, you disgusting pig. Yeah, and maybe three planes. How do you sleep at night? And maybe three planes if you include the uh, most recent Iranian uh, crash. Yep. Uh, That that was the same plane. Uh, was that uh, seven? Oh, whatever. Blah blah blah. Thirty-seven. Seven thirty. Seven three seven. Max. Yeah. Max. Yep. Yep. It's a seven three seven max. I but- don't understand how these things happen because you know I've seen shows about the testing of these airplanes that these test pilots have to go like straight up in the air and go straight down and really push the limits of these airplanes. How does this stuff happen? It's a, it was a bug. In the software that wasn't recognized through the testing, the testing right, is pretty standard, right. and this bug uh, was not uh, there was didn't have the right test to trigger the bug, and that's what happened. That that's uh, it was just it, terrible. Probably a one line. I mean, it could have been one character and one line of code, and that was the only thing that was wrong. It could be that simple. Yeah. It is very true, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it seems to me that everybody in the world now is touchy as hell, and everybody's pissed off, and nobody's ever going to be happy, because even Alex Trebek is a prick now. Oh, dear. Built in the 300s A.D., the Church of the Nativity. With those ten little words Friday, Jeopardy waded into the Mideast controversy. Katie Needle buzzed in to answer, what is Palestine under the where's the church category? but was told by Alex Trebek she was incorrect. Fellow contestant Jack McGuire then said, what is Israel? And was told by Trebek he'd gotten it right. An uproar ensued, per The Hollywood Reporter, with Palestinian rights advocates pointing out on social media that the church is in Bethlehem, which is on the West Bank, which, well, will let the deputy director of the Arab American Institute take it from here. Unacceptable. Bethlehem is in the Palestinian territories, which Israel illegally occupies. Katie Needle got the correct answer and was robbed, tweeted Omar Badar. Uh, at, at Jeopardy owes an apology for endorsing Israel's universally condemned illegal takeover of Palestinian lands. You know what I love about that? Everybody always in the Middle East, everybody in the Middle East says things like, um, <laughs> this is unbelievable, true. Uh, the whole world doesn't like it. Uh, the whole world's against it. They're all against the Jews. No, they're not. Why did you make that up? Because you are, but not all of them are. At Jeopardy owes an apology for endorsing Israel's universally condemned illegal takeover of Palestine. It is not universally condemned. Why do they say things like that? Uh, oh, there might is there a United Nations resolution against that? I there might. So I don't even know. I I don't I don't know either. I don't know either. But they. You know, they, they do seem to think that the whole world's, you know, on our side. Well, everybody says that, regardless of where, where you are in your situation. whether Yeah, yeah. You know, well, the whole world's on our side, and you know, this is just this one bad country, and they need to go. So. Well, I don't know that much about th- that area, but I do know that the Gaza Strip 
was supposed to be a completely neutral zone, right? Yes. And they and the Israelis kept moving into it and pushing the border, right? Yeah, right. And they weren't supposed to do that. Is that what they're talking about? Well, is that area? Yeah, I thought the Gaza Strip was taken taken over with Bethlehem. one of the, during one of the wars. I mean, I, I said once it again, was, yeah. oh, that's it's just like Sinai was taken over by Israel uh, during the, that one war with Egypt. It took about two minutes. That. Uh, yeah, so, so there's been lands that have been taken over by Israel as a result of the war for their security in the Gaza, with the Golan Heights. Not the Gaza Strip necessarily, but the Golan Heights are one of those. The Gaza Strip, I, I guess they've moved into just for their security. Or that's what they say. That's their answer to that. This is unbelievable. Loved how Katie turned to the judges like, are you effing kidding me? If you kept watching after the commercial break, she had her points back, but they never explained it to the viewer. God, even on game shows now, you can't, you can't win. Somebody is going to be pissed off at you no matter what you say now. Isn't that amazing? It is. It's, it's, well, I, there's no reason for it. I mean, they, they just, everybody gets, no, it's such, they gets, gets their you know, shorts in a wad just for nothing. Mm-hmm. For, you, know, you know, they made a mistake. Okay, they made a mistake. It wasn't, uh, you know, intentional. I mean, right. You know, and they well, and they realized their mistake. They gave her points back within minutes. It doesn't. The social outcry had nothing to do with that. It was just a mistake. They made it's make big. It's not the first one on that show. So. Uh. No, you're right. It's not the first time it ever happened, and I don't know what the problem is. I think they're. Can just, you? They're just going to have to. Yeah. There. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can't hear myself, and that's weird. Uh, I can hear you, but not me. Check you're your a little quiet, mic. but other than that. <clears throat> Oh, I don't know what. Oh, yeah, there we go. Ah, How about that? Is that there better? There we go, yes. Somebody better. was dilly dallying. Somebody, up there. the only person sitting Catherine. next to the board is Doug. Catherine Bernard. did it. we got to take a break anyway. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect? Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020 by 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. 855-554-2020. 
Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Andy's Mr. Classic Rock today. What's that all about? We need bumper music. One of the few classic thought... bands that I saw. Yeah? Were the Doors. In the Long oh, the Beach Doors? Civic Center. Yeah. yeah. How was it? Great. Well, just a great experience. You know, just at my age, I was only nine, seven, 18 or 19. Just a great experience. So. Was it groovy? It was groovy, man. We had a, you know, I was, not, I was, not, I, I chose not to partake of any of the drugs that were uh, uh, chosen by the people I was with. But man, it was a interesting thing to watch. Interesting, interesting show. You had a sort of odd yeah. odor in your clothes after you left, though. I'm yes, sure. I remember. Really? I, I remember my parents used to just drop us off at the Civic Center. Remember the old Civic Center to see any they didn't they didn't ever ask what kind of band it was they never asked what they played they just oh they're going to a concert they, they, they never asked oh is it? <laughs> no they never will asked. will the lead singer show you as wiener yeah will the lead singer show you as wiener that's what well, they, he, they, he, i don't think i ever do that. Yeah, i don't think did. i ever saw that but i mean at 15 i was seeing drug overdoses <clears> and <throat> people yeah. just you know doing drugs all over the place in the civic center so yeah. that was it was interesting we went, we went to see the Indeed. we went to see the Stones one time with Josh and I. There were two women walked in with these uh, silver lame jackets on, and I said, "Oh, you're gonna see some stuff here that you know behavior that's not you know appropriate." And when we walked out, one of the girls had her silver lame jacket was being helped. She could hardly walk over her head, you know, mm. sick to her stomach, throwing up. And I said, "See, uh, there you go." <laughs> it's sad they have to uh, in certain bathrooms and places like that. The lights are blue now, and you know why that is. So you can't no. see your veins. So you can't huh. shoot up in the bathroom. Really? Yep. Really? Blue light would make your veins because your veins are blue. So it would just make everything blue. So you don't know where to put the needle. Unless you can feel the vein. You see, that's well, like, that's why I, I have like such it. a hard time hitting up in the bathroom. <laughs> that's, that's right. That makes total sense. Yeah, leave your How spoon. my eyesight? Leave your spoon at home. <laughs> I, I have a question for you guys. And I don't even have a dog in this fight. I think it's all political BS on both sides. But I don't don't understand something. So tomorrow the House is going to vote on sending the articles of impeachment to the Senate. Why do they have to vote on it again? Yeah, that's a good question. Why don't don't they just make a statement that the Democrats have impeached Donald Trump? Good night. Yeah, you impeached him. We didn't. Everything's good. He's never going to get kicked out of office. No. They yeah, know so both not. parties can say you won. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Very good. Both parties can say, yes, yep. we won. Yep. Mission accomplished. Why don't we do that? Yeah. And just move on. You get some work done. Yeah. I See, I, that's what I'm calling for now. Whether you hate Trump, you love Trump, you hate Pelosi, love Pelosi, whatever. Would you get some work done for a change? That would be really nice. Simple things. Okay. But, but again, the Republicans brought this on themselves by doing it to Bill Clinton when they knew they could never impeach him. And now the Democrats are doing it to Trump, and they're never going to impeach him either. Yeah, I mean, the, we've they're had so many dirtbag presidents. You know, oh, I know. <laughs> trying to impeach true. one for being a dirtbag is like it's just <laughs> why even bother? Let him run out his term. You know, presidents have presidents did a lot worse stuff than what Bill Clinton did. Sadly. Yeah, well, it is unfortunate, sad but true. But I don't understand why they're voting on whether to send the articles of impeachment over to the Senate. 
Unless this story's written wrong. I, I, I don't I just don't get it. I thought you already did that well, and well, no. she was holding up the article. I thought they were under a little <clears throat> bit of, like tremendous pressure because they have to actually prove their case and I don't yeah. think that they've actually done that as far as a vote goes. So well, I they, think that they've been scrambling around looking for more I mean, they were talking about bringing in more witnesses. It's like even though after what? even though he's been He's been uh, charged with. Uh, he's been charged, but he hasn't been convicted yet. So they want to get more. Right. So they're just delaying yes. the process, even though they voted on it already, voted to impeach. Well, yeah, yes. they're not going to send it right. because they know that when they do, the House is just going to throw it away without even reading it, or the Senate is going to throw it away. The Senate is, yeah. <clears throat> the Senate so, will just toss it. it. Yeah, I don't know, but they keep doing it to to themselves, and I'll never understand why they keep doing it to themselves. I, I just. You shouldn't have gone after – look, Clinton's a filthy pig, and Donald Trump's a filthy pig businessman. So one was – and there have been women that accused him of, of rape, too. So who the hell knows with all these dirt bags in Washington? Good God. Yeah, and they, and they – I don't know if they did it or not. I don't know, but my God, you're not my kind of people. How are you? Nope. They're not that – they're just, they're a raw bunch. The politicians are – I know they they're always seem a little bit slippery or slimy. You know they just ugh. they always do now, don't yep. they? I don't know. It's really too bad, but I, I just thought I'd run that by you guys and ask him why they're voting to send over the articles to the Senate when I thought they were supposed to do that like three weeks ago and without a vote. Well, if yeah. it was a slam dunk. Pelosi wouldn't have been carrying it around in her purse mm-hmm. for the last what is it three weeks? In her purse, I guess. <laughs> Probably carrying around in her purse. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, you know, one thing I will tell you is when, when Nancy Pelosi goes on her rants, I do find it kind of funny. But then when Donald Trump goes on his rants about Adam Schiff, I think that's funny. So I'm trying to get a few laughs out of this whole deal because he called him pencil neck. That was real nice. Like, what? What are you, a professional wrestler? Well, it's, it seems it's degenerated into, you know, gr- a grade school playground behavior. It has. None and a boo boo. You know, it's really. <laughs> Although we had a guy on a couple months ago who wrote a book about, like, presidential insults throughout the ages. And oh, oh yeah, they've yeah. been ever since the you know 1700s. They've been calling each other names, accusing each other of things, making passive aggressive comments about each other. It's nothing new. I mean, before the presidents, no, not at all. It was kings and queens, and they would you know assassinate each other to get power. So we're actually doing pretty well considering. Well, Aaron Burr <laughs> and Alexander Hamilton yeah. had a duel. <clears throat> yes, he did. That's oh, right. That's right. I forgot about that. No, they actually were duelled. <laughs> and they, and, and oh, in, God. And in, in the royalty in the past, they've killed children to get that next, get exactly. the next thing. So yeah, to get it, get on right. the throne. Yep. So it's a you know when you get into that political group, you know they they're on they're working in a different system. And once they get in there, they want to stay there. They don't want to get out of it because man, their perks are way too good. Yeah. Their perks are awfully good. You know, if you serve any time in the Senate at all, you get to collect your 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 pay for the rest of your life. No. Wow. Well, let's get let's oh, yeah. get, let's get uh, let's get in there for a, a day yeah, and then for just real. stop. Seriously, you get your your you get your pay for the rest of your life. How did they ever get away with that? And you get how the, do we keep letting these these politicians steal our money? I don't get that. Well, most of them stay in office for the you know forever. Yeah. They don't get voted out, and you get your benefits yeah. for life. So a lot of the you, do, yep. you get that health care. Well, yep. you get that health care. That's mm-hmm. a lot to be said for that. Oh, they're all covered. They're they're covered completely. They won't cover any of us, but they're covered. 
How do we let them get away with this? I think it's time to sweep the board and start all over. I really do. Well, that's what Donald Trump yeah, said he was going to do. already in there. But then and they're not going to. Right. But they're not going to stop with those perks. If you bring new people in, they're not going to go, let's not have so yeah. many wonderful perks. <laughs> Maybe I should run for the Senate. I just skate the rest of my life. What do you think? You should. Man, you should. You should broadcast from the Senate floor. <laughs> mm. First ever broadcast from the floor. Yeah, just broadcast from the floor. Look at this asshole. <laughs> this asshole. Yeah, you're an asshole. That's what lame I said. Brain. Look at this lame brain. And what are you looking at? I think it'd be terrific. <laughs> you want a crooked eye. What are you looking at? Indeed. <laughs> you know what? This all makes sense to me. Maybe I will. I'll run for the Senate. All Except right. for if I were a lot of the politicians and I win the Senate, I would run like a son of a bitch if I were you. I'd love to go after those pigs. So, so are, are you insinuating that if you were to win a Senate seat, that you may introduce some of, the, some of, those, some of those brawls that you see in like the Philippines? Or you got it, babies. <laughs> you start punching people right there. <laughs> I'm they do that all the time, don't they? I'm going to come across the aisle at you, buddy. Imagine all those lawyers oh, windmilling God. at each other. No offense, Michael Bryant. <laughs> How about right. picturing Michael Bryant windmilling? <laughs> That's right. No. Michael Bryant's a pretty big guy. I don't think he has to worry no, too much about it. Uh, I, think, I think he might know how to throw a punch. But most of those East Coast lawyers yeah. were, are kind of tiny. Yes, yeah, they, uh, Exactly. You know, they might go down real hard. Just one, one shot, they'd go down hard. One body shot. Just, <laughs> just a body shot, they'd go down. Oh, I love it. I love it, ladies and gentlemen. So in any case, we'll just, uh, what we, what we want to do now, um, we want to get to a point where there are no laws or rules about anything. Because I did notice that it was no pants day on the New York sub, uh, sub, subway today. Isn't every day no pants day on the subway? No, nah, these are a bunch of young people that go on wearing underwear but no pants. I don't know what, that, what, what the upside of that is. But they do it. Does anybody know the upside of that? Because I don't. No, at all. That subway's filthy. Why would you want to sit on? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, why would you want to sit on everything underwear? Oh, I want a couple layers to absorb the. I'm sure it's to protest climate change or something. <laughs> uh, they oh, already they, they do one in England too. It's Bart, not uh, New York. What? Well, no, Bart is in San Francisco. Well, I guess Bart did it. Bay too, Area though. Rapid Transit. But yeah, they all they're, they're, they did it in England. They did it in San Francisco. They did it in New York. So it's no pants day on the subway, I guess. I don't know. Nope. Hey, look, Is that, you really want those those people voting to who should run this country? You really want that? Huh? Yeah, the, those are the people who should be voting. So it's no pants day, men and women, or just men, or just women, or no men and women, Ugh, men and women. Gross. <clears throat> what? You don't like women? No, I mean, I don't even. I sit on a towel when I go into the sauna. You know, I'm not (laughs) sitting on a. It's a good good thinking. Oh, my God. The subway? (laughs) That's good thinking. Subway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, many people that are on the. Hygiene's not the highest priority. No. You know, hygiene's not the highest priority. That is a fact. I should also mention, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, I believe in. well, since I was about nine years old, the Gopher football team finished number 10 in the country. That is a hell of an accomplishment. I mean, that's amazing when you look at it. The Gophers finished number 10 overall. Fantastic job, fellas. Yep. Good hey. job. Isn't that great? It is. Isn't that great? 
Oh, I love this. Before tackling anything else, the Vikings must fix their offensive line. It has sucked for years, and Spielman's done nothing about it. It's time for him to go. Why should we stop sucking now? Yeah, well, that's true. Seriously, Spielman has never even sniffed a decent playoff game. You know, yeah, the first rounders, whatever, good. And look, I'm not taking anything away from their victory over New Orleans because there's another guy, Sean Payton. Unless he cheats, he can't win. It is. There's going to be now that they've done this in baseball. I got to believe the cheating that goes on in professional sports is going to be exposed like never before. There is so much cheating going on in professional sports; it is unbelievable. Yeah. Not amazing. Yeah, well, it's just it's 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 the spectacle that people want to see. They they want a tabloid. Yeah. They want a tabloid experience. They don't necessarily want to see a sport. They want a tabloid experience. So that's why you have all this stuff, and that's why the NFL stays. NFL stays in the limelight throughout the year. Oh, well, just so-and-so was arrested, or so-and-so was charged with this, or so-and-so was just hurt, or, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's always, they always have this background kind of melodrama that's going on, and yeah. that's why pe- people keep, keep interested in the sport. Oh, well, and who was the guy, who was the guy who didn't like the helmet, uh, you know, in California, he went to the Patriots, and he was dismissed? You know, that guy, that, that right, kind, that right. kind An- of... Anton- yeah, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. So that kind of thing people thrive on, and these sports talk shows just can't get enough of it. It it just drones on and on and on and on and on about that. So, so boring. Mm-hmm. Any it pre really is, isn't pre it? or post game is so boring. I know. They're real. They have no idea what the hell they're talking about anyway, <laughs> and they don't even know who's going to cheat. So how do you know who's going to win? Right. That's right. And they, well, it, I mean. Go ahead, sir. Well, all, all, all sports are that way. I mean, the, you know, whether it's NASCAR, whether it's Formula One racing, you know, they are always just on the edge of cheating. You know, they're stretching, they're looking into that gray area, almost into that black area, you know, and then when and they get caught, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Oh, to the best team. Oh, right. how could they have done this? Oh, my, they wanted, they wanted to win. Or they wanted, they wanted to perform in a certain way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a joke. You know what amazed me about that is I wish people would understand. Maybe, you know, in in the medical profession, you would know a hell of a lot more about that than I would, obviously. But it's so funny. In all these these businesses, uh, the ratings for television are so rigged, it is unbelievable. The ratings for everything, it's all rigged now. All of it. You know, we can't just go straight up, head-to-head, have a little competition and see who wins. No, 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 we've got to wait this, and we've got to add this, and we've got to do that. So by the time you get around, there's no reality anymore in any of it. Well, the, the TV wants to maintain their, what, the perception of ratings so they can maintain their advertising budgets. You know, people spending mm-hmm. this much money for um, uh, network TV just doesn't make much sense anymore. Because well, there's, no there's people, no qu- nobody watching. Well, and, and I'll tell you, the the podcast downloads, that thing's rigged, too. I've, I, I've looked at that system. You can make it say whatever you want to make it say. Isn't that amazing? Why aren't we rigging ours? Because we don't live in Hollywood. Oh. We should still do that. I don't know. It, it, the whole thing, the whole world right now is this filthy. Maybe it's, has it always been this filthy with the lies and the cheating and the scamming? Yep. I think so. I think so. Yeah, probably. Why can't people just achieve? Why do they have to cheat? They want that money. Tom, you said it before. They got it's I all want money. That, I it? want that money. I, if I can You're get right. ten cents more, oh, I want that money. Money, money, money. Makes me sad just to think about that. Is like, hey, your money? I gotta have the money. I gotta get sixty-two million dollars, even though hundreds of people died, and twenty-eight hundred people are gonna get fired. Where's my sixty-two million? You. 
pig. God, you disgusting pig. And he's already worth $100 million anyway. You needed that extra little Whatever. bit of extra. You know, like I said, Tom, you need to ease the pain. You know, be, be, be sympathetic, please. Well, I, look, you have to understand something. I need more than just one castle in Switzerland. I need one in, in Germany and in France, too. So give me the $62 million so I can buy two more castles. Oh, he's got a castle, too? I don't know if he does or not, but I'm sure he does. Oh, I see. Looks I see. like a complete douchebag. <laughs> he does. So he, What's he going to do to me? So he's you're insinuating, fired. So you're insinuating he, he walks around in old armor in his castle? <laughs> he's that guy. <laughs> That's that what I, Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. He's got a crown and a robe and the whole deal. You know, and, and today, hilarious? of course, he would walk around without pants on. <laughs> yeah, no pants. Yeah, you know, no pants in the Boeing offices day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just keep working. Go to work. Make your money. Enjoy your life. And don't pay any attention to these idiots because there's nothing we can do about it anyway. We cannot change the filth in Washington or Hollywood or anywhere else. It's filthy, and it's going to stay filthy because we can't do anything about it. Too bad, right? Yep, too bad. So we should think about something else to try to fix. Alex? I like it. <laughs> We're going to fix it, Alex. I have so many options. Mostly me, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We will be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're rocking out, man. That's all I have to say to you. We sure are. We're back. We're we've almost solved all the problems in the world. Yep. You know That's what I mean? Sure will. Yep. Like we do. So what's happening? Anything good? Hmm. What movies are we going to go see now? Uh, I, I don't know. Well, Lindsay and I went to see a movie. What did we go see? We went to see, I don't know, we went to see some movie. 
I don't know. What movie did we go see? We sat through a movie. <laughs> what was it Couldn't about? Couldn't have been very good. Yeah, it was a current release. It was some, what was it? I don't know. What I, was it about? I don't remember what it was about. Oh, my it gosh. Just, we went to see it. I get, you know, it just it left a, it wasn't that good. Oh, it was, no, it wasn't that. I think it was the last Star Wars movie. I saw that. That was just marginal. No one really, it didn't do very, I mean, it. Monetarily wise, it did well, but a lot of people were like, "Well, because there's so many Star Wars fanatics that it's like you could." It's guaranteed. Money, it could yeah. be the worst movie you've ever seen, but if it has Star Wars on it, people will go. I would bet you that Star Wars Episode One made a killing, even though everyone hates it. Yeah, the Jar Jar one. It's episode One, really? <laughs> is that is actually is that actually the fourth one? Yes. Yeah, because it number. Four was the first one, right? Yeah. It went four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Right, right. I've seen one. So, not one, like not the Phantom Menace. No, it's which, yeah, budget one fifteen, box office one billion. That's for one of the most reviled (laughs) movies in the universe. What about the holiday one? (laughs) Well, that was. uh, (laughs) (coughs) That was. Uh, That was direct TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, there's apparently like oh, yeah. a really horrendous holiday what? special. Yeah. Well, it's 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 really, but yep. it's really you can't. It's a bit like a Godzilla movie. I mean, what yeah. do you, you go see a you Godzilla? Yeah. What do you expect? You expect anything? The only yeah. thing I remember about the Star Wars holiday special is that the first act is Chewbacca's family, and it's like 20 minutes of just Wookiee noises. <laughs> Not subtitled. Oh, God. So they're just oh, walking around making Wookiee noises at each other. And you have no idea. Minutes. What? 20 minutes? <laughs> I, I could get That would be I funny. That would be funny for like three minutes. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, ah. Yeah. No, right. it wasn't supposed to be funny. It was like, you know, it yeah, was like, like Christmas in the... In the, the Wookiee household. In the Chewbacca household, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, it would be a bit, it would be a bit like, it's good for a three-year-old. They can watch that. They can get through it. But, you know. I, Fawn could not. I can guarantee you that. No. She'd be like, what are they doing? Even Turn this off. I, I want to do something else. And the thing about the Star Wars Holiday Special is that it came out right after the first movie. So this was before Star what? Wars was like a, a huge an thing. established thing. Yeah. So it could have killed the franchise, honestly. Oh, my God. It's like, God. you know, imagine if Harry Potter 1 comes out. Yeah. And then they have this Harry Potter special where it's like a bunch of... The like, plants just screaming. Yeah, it's like the Whomping Willows <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> It would have made, yeah, no one would have taken the franchise seriously after oh that. Gosh. But I do remember what movie we went to see. We went to see Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, and we'll oh, clear, how was it? Uh, okay. It was Clearly okay. not it's okay. remarkable. You know the story. You know the ending. It, it's just, I don't know. It's okay. Dan went and saw that 19, whatever it's called. 1917, I 1917, yeah, the World War One movie. He went to that by himself Oof, on Sunday. Talk about dismembery. He yeah. said it was well, all day yesterday. He was acting really weird and, like, quiet. And I'm like, I think this movie emotionally affected you in a big way because... Well, people think World War yeah. Two was brutal. World yeah. War One was a lot worse. And it, it was, was all trenches, yeah. gangrene, losing yeah. limbs. And it was all shot in one... <laughs> Shot. Yeah, it was one take. Yeah, it was all one take, and there was no editing. It was just one, just like the camera rolling. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. Well, there was some editing. And there were no I'm big sure names. Well, yeah, some. but there was, it's not like cut to, you know, whatever, oh, see, any of that. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't, he, yeah. He said that it was good, but he would have preferred to see it with somebody else because mm. he was like, it was just kind of a lot to watch. <laughs> Understandably. Yeah, but, understandably. All right. 
I got to run this by everybody in Studio A. Ralph yes, and sir. Alex and Andy. That also I'm all headphones. Uh, I just think we're getting a little carried away with these things. Uh, 2019 was the warmest year on record for oceans. Okay, the warmest year on record for oceans. They say the ocean heat equals 3.6 billion Hiroshima atomic bombs. That is such an alarmist way to put it. It's a lot of bombs. How many many atomic bombs is the sun? A lot more than that. Yeah. It's supposed to be. What is their point? I mean, like, heat BTUs are, like, they're not bad. It's just such a weird thing to say. You ready for how they found that out? <clears throat> they got to stop with this. Okay, so once again, I want the three of, three of your take, and, and Catherine, your take on it as well. I'm ready. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. A new ocean heat study is bad news for anyone living on planet Earth, the Guardian reports. Researchers found out the uh, world oceans reached their warmest level in tw- 2019 amid five years that were the warmest five for oceans on record and ten years that were warmest ten. Ten years that were warmest ten. I the warmest ten years. Well, whatever. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, do you know how much the ocean temperature has gone up uh, since 1981? Uh, half a degree. 0.1 degree. <laughs> what? Now, you're telling me 0.1 degree, there's no there's no leeway in that? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying? What's the precision in that measurement? You're, that's what you're saying. Yeah, what's the precision in the, me- in the measurement? Uh, I would like to know. And did you put... The measurement in the exact same spot you put it in 1981. Well, did it? Well, did they measure the temperature in the exact same spot? Because otherwise, it doesn't even count, right? Yeah, it's correct. Look, we. Well, I think it's probably an overall temperature, not just like one day they took the temperature of the ocean because it would vary so much depending on season and. It would have had. It would have to have been over, yeah, an average. But we have to look at since when. You know, since when they've been measuring ocean temperatures. But it may have been warmer before they started measuring ocean temperatures. That's the whole thing, is that they didn't start for, for well, how long ago did they first start? 1981, uh, you know, average ocean temperature. See, that's the thing, is it... Let's like with... Sorry. Well, you go back to the Roman times. You know, Roman times, the, uh, the, the Matterhorn Glacier wasn't there. Right. So, <laughs> so it was warmer then. I know, I... I... I know. I, I just don't understand uh, any of the. Here's the deal. The amount of heat we have put in the world's oceans in the past 25 years equals to 3.65 billion Hiroshima atomic bomb explosions. Scientists note that oceans are a strong measure of overall climate change because they take in over 90% of the heat caused by greenhouse gases. Hmm. Um, 0.135 degrees in the past. Pretty much 40 years. Well, I'm sure you can find a scientist who will say that's critical. Everyone's going to die. Well, if there's any money to be made, they'll say it. Look, I want to live in a much cleaner planet myself. I really do. But until you admit the problem is in the Eastern Hemisphere, not in the Western Hemisphere, you're a goddamn liar. That's right. Right? I just saw that um, I went and got a smoothie bowl on my way here in St. Louis Park. Oh, smoothie bowl. St. Louis Park now is you have to request a straw. Right. You can't. They're not just giving straws anymore in St. Louis. It's a like mm. by law or something. You have you to know, request. Isn't one. that good? 
that somebody gave you some portable straws in your Christmas stock. Well, I had, yeah, think about I had quite a few steel straws, but those collapsible ones are super nifty. And the kids really like those okay. bendy ones, which is nice because like Sage bendy. will chew on straws. And like all those yeah. paper straws, Sage, <laughs> like if he has a drink and there's a straw in it, he'll just gnaw on the top of it. Mm. But right. and paper straws last him three seconds because he'll bite it and then it's just washed right. and done. But those rubber ones, it's like he can still gnaw on them and but they still work. <laughs> okay, let me get this straight in my head because mm-hmm. I don't want you throwing your crap on the ground anyway. Whether it's a straw or whatever you got, take care of your business. If it's yours, take care of it. Don't just leave it for somebody else to do. Now here's the problem I have with their thinking. So you and I can't have a plastic straw, but it's okay to leave your used hypodermic needle in the parking lot of a business on Hennepin Avenue. Because I stepped on one. That's okay. That's okay. We're not going to talk about handing out free hypodermic needles to the tune of how many millions of dollars? It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of money. But that syringe is made out of plastic, too. Mm-hmm. It is. It's made out of plastic, too. So explain to me the difference. <laughs> So it's okay to just give people plastic syringes, but not plastic straws. Well, well you can wash out the syringe and well, use it as a straw. The whole plastic <laughs> yeah, straw thing is, I mean, most, most, most people that use hypodermic needles don't just throw them in the apartment. No, I understand that. If you've been to San I, Francisco I, 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 lately. I think, I, think, I think that you, you know, you're giving a little bit too much responsibility to people who are using them illicitly. I don't, well, you, those yeah. yes, but I mean, I'm talking about people that. Well, they don't. You don't get free syringes oh, yeah. if you're if you're an, if you're a diabetic yeah. and using syringes. That, right. You don't get free syringes. You get that through your insurance program. We're talking about free ins- syringes that are provided to addicts. Well, no, so they I'm just talking f- about syringes in general. Okay. Because straws in general and syringes in general mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about. So most people that use syringes don't just throw them in. A parking and lot. most people who use straws this don't throw them in the parking lot. But they throw them in the garbage. And well, the syringes go in the garbage, too. But syringes don't get used. Yes, they do. Like, there aren't as many syringes used per day as straws. Uh, I bet you there is. Look. I was going to say, what would be, I don't That's know what question. the average, sur- like, in America. One surgical procedure, you'll probably use five syringes up to ten for one surgical procedure. Mm-hmm. Not, that's, that's not, and a diabetic uses one per day. Yeah. Or two per day. Yeah. Um, and people, people with yeah, their... Yeah, pass, hold, way to go. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, thanks for helping out here. <laughs> the, the, you know, all, all, so, you, you know, you, when you look at that, you might be surprised or shocked at how many syringes are being used. Yeah, that's true. I, as I said that, I was like, maybe, maybe that's not right. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's, I mean... Well, and another thing, it's like, you know, chip bags, like those mm-hmm. are horribly pollutant for the planet if they end up in the ocean or in the woods or right. whatever. And like nobody's saying anything well, about like oh, there are so many brands that it's like, you know, 5% goes back to the planet and blah, 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 save a tree. But then all their bags are plastic. It's like the, the problem is the problem is not the plastic <clears throat> bag. The problem is littering. Yeah. It well, is. But I mean, a, lo- exactly a lot of right. stuff that ends up in the garbage, <coughs> like you can throw something in the garbage and it can still end up in the ocean. Yeah. Well, I can say that in San Francisco, uh, looks like about 40% of syringes are not disposed of through like oh sharks' waste. Gosh. There so you go. <clears throat> they get about 400000 a month. 400000 oh, a month. And 250000 And how much do they cost, Ralph? Oh, oh, they cost 
Well, they'll probably cost uh, <coughs> two or three dollars a piece because mm. they're sterile. Four hundred thousand a month. Yeah. yeah, they have to be individually packaged and everything because oh otherwise they wouldn't be sterile. Why so, are they giving these people these syringes? So, so that uh, you don't reuse the syringe, so you don't oh, so, you get so you don't get communicable yeah, diseases yeah, or okay. bloodborne diseases. Oh, okay. But they still get bloodborne diseases. Well, so they still reuse them. In San Francisco yeah. alone, about one hundred fifty thousand syringes a month are either thrown in the garbage or just thrown in the street. <clears throat> I don't know how many are thrown in the garbage versus the street, but even if we yeah. assume they're all put in the garbage, that's still 150,000 syringes per month, you know, going yeah. in the month. garbage. Yeah. Well, they're all going to go to the garbage eventually. Even the sharps go to the garbage. or the, Well, maybe they're burnt. Right. Maybe they are, right. Maybe yeah, I don't know what sharps disposal is. Yeah, I don't know what the... Yeah, the yeah, and then I don't that's know what happens. I don't know where our sharps from the office go either. I, I, I don't know whether they're incinerated or whether they're ground up or just what Whatever. happens to those. But in San Francisco, you throw the syringe in the street, it's in the ocean. Yes, Boom. absolutely. It's absolutely. in the ocean. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Done. yeah that's mm-hmm. right. Well, my favorite is – oh, go ahead, Andy. Sorry. Uh, I know that in 2018, according to the Seattle Times, there were 10,000 requests for needle cleanup on the streets 10, in San Francisco. 10,000 so that's how much did that cost? At least ten thousand needles per year going in the ocean. Jeez. In San Francisco alone. I just, oh in God. rural areas yeah. where there's no sharps disposal, those are all going in the garbage. Well, that's the thing. It's like if you're giving all these junkies needles for free, they're just gonna yeah, they're not gonna care. They're just gonna throw them wherever. No, they, it's like oh, I can just get another one. Care. I'll just throw it out my yeah. window. I'll just leave it. it should in be like the a row. deposit. Like, you know, give us your used needle, we'll give you a new needle. That is a really good go. idea. Yeah, Ooh. like, swap. Oh, but I left mine in my arm. No. Oh, here it is. Yuck. It's in between my they toes. would never go for that because no. that would that would make somebody not, you know, somebody would have to make some effort. Yeah, it's just real. like when you see, I'm, you know, I no. see people on the park benches and they've got their garbage everywhere mm-hmm. and three feet from them is a garbage can. I know, it's yeah. sad. It's just, well, it's, it's, like, it's well, effort, it's not going to happen. I remember yeah. reading a statistic. I think the average Disney World customer will walk 20 feet before throwing their garbage on the ground. So they have to have a garbage can every 20 feet. <laughs> I, I would God, never throw my garbage on the ground. Yep. Never. Never. Oh my gosh. Lake, no, you're right. Lake Harriet does a thing where you... They don't sell plastic water bottles, but you, so you buy a water bottle that's stainless steel and it's like $3 or something like that. But if you bring it back, they give you your money back. Yeah. Deposits are a good idea. Yeah. So it's like, if you did that with needles, you know, it's like, you have to give me $3, but if you bring it back, I'll give you $3 back. Unnecessary burden to the disadvantage. But yeah, I suppose. Like how about vending machines? You put a needle, you get a new needle. There you go. Yeah. Zero effort. Yeah. I like it. All right, we got to take a break here, but before we go, I, uh, Ralph, since you're a medical professional, i got to run something by you. Uh, with all this talk about needles and all the rest of it, straws. I just measured straws, all this stuff. I just measured my, my body temperature just went up 0.135 degrees. Am I in danger of dying? You are. You are. You, you have what? Ten, ten more years. Low-grade fever. <laughs> ten more years. Nothing more dangerous. I'll go get just some ice, honey. <laughs> Give me some ice. I need some ice. Look, ice. we all want to live on a much cleaner planet, but uh, millions and millions and millions of people are never going to do it because they don't have to. Yeah. You and I are responsible. We'll do it because we're responsible. 
most of the people on earth are not responsible people, but you're trying to blame it on, on everybody. And it's not everybody. I don't think anybody's blaming it on anybody. It's just like, can if we do this, will it help? Yes? Okay, let's yeah, do it. Greta Thunberg did. She well, Greta is... Greta's a nurse. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There you go. Greta aside. Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Greta aside. All right, we'll take a break. Be back in a few minutes with the family.